0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Give Me That Take, the fastest-growing live golf podcast of 2023. Stick around for more takes like this.
1: And you can, and the whole idea of having the team aspect, uh, you know, that that's a por- portion of it the, of the game that allows for other players that you know you don't just mail it in. It's like every one of, like, I'm out of it as far as individual standings go, but like my teammate fucking crushed it. I need to play. I still need to play a good every stroke counts, a good golf game, because I can still take something home. Like I exactly I I may not be in the top 10, but I can still guarantee that we take home a large chunk of change. So, you know, my golf still matters. It's not like a nana there. I did it, you know, And, and the other the other thing is that these are professional athletes. The idea from those of us peons that just fucking watch the game, they're like, oh, they're not going to try as hard. Bullshit. They're professional athletes. They are playing at this tournament because of their competitiveness. Right.
2: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you all again so much for all the new subscribers, and likes, and all the comments on all of our stupid videos and poor golf swings. We really appreciate it. We wouldn't be doing this without you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, On this week's episode, we are taking you all the way through the Crushers GC historic win at Mayakova. Live Mayakova was a tremendous success. Of course, Charles Howell III with his individual championship. Um, we talk about some weird crap about my mouth. And of course, we get into the golden child of Papa Gulf Alpha and his words for Greg Norman, Sergio's reply, and so much more. Hope you enjoyed the show. All right, so I think I've got like a Guinness Book of World Records thing coming. Uh, you guys have known me forever did you know pervious, <laughs> pervious yeah maybe <laughs> did you know that i still have two baby teeth that's gross like right here uh-huh. makes sense 40 i don't well i guess they've probably been in my mouth for like 38 years do you think there's someone out there who's got like 45 year old teeth i mean 45 years yeah but
1: 38 year old baby teeth well, I mean, in all technicality, you had those teeth in your head when you were born, so you have had them for 40 plus years. Right. I'm saying, like, dropped, fully out,
2: biting food for 30 something years, you'd think the things would fall out.
1: I mean, you got a lot of mileage at them, which is fantastic.
3: So, Especially the things you've eaten.
1: Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I you gross. know, if you, if you were to ask, you know, nine out of ten. Uh, dentists or, or orthodontics, if eating ass helps baby teeth drop. I don't think they have numbers on that, but I'm willing to participate in that
2: study. That's that's a guarantee. Uh, no, I've asked them to, like, you know, get in there with the little thingy and try to knock them out because it's really expensive to get teeth pulled. I don't know if you ever had to have teeth pulled.
1: Yeah, it's I not. had three pulled out of my head.
2: Yeah, it's expensive. because it's
1: less expensive than a root canal, folks. Where's this podcast going?
2: It's dental advice. It's dental advice. Oh I, 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 I say this because I watched the Post Live Myacopa show, and Charles Howell the Third has impeccable teeth. He does have
3: impeccable teeth,
2: right? Like they're Phenomenal. all perfectly aligned. Phenomenal teeth, so white. If you're listening, Charles Howell the Third, give me some advice on what teeth I should get implanted because there's no way those chompers are. He
3: real. does.
1: There's just no, no he's probably got he's probably got uh what what are they called? They they just Porcelain whites. Yeah, they just put up their caps, they put them on top.
2: Yeah, but you can't put caps on babies. I've already Oh, Jesus, this is really going to <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: this
3: just got
1: Let me take that all back. Please,
3: yeah, if they, somebody was teeth. just tuning in at that moment, that just sounds
1: <laughs> <Enough> <laughs> a different podcast. Teeth. That's all that's where time. this all started. You saw Howell's teeth and you were like
3: I thought the same thing, though, immediately. We had no previous discussion on this, right? but I thought the same thing. What unbelievable teeth he had. you
2: got to look this up if you're out there and listening, all 16 of you. Go online right now. Look up Charles Howell the Third teeth or smile. Get a picture of him smiling. Her, I mean, just perfectly white. There's not even like a little hint of he used to dip or something up there in the top. Nothing. <laughs> My man's got beautiful little skull stain beautiful pearls and uh 4 plus million more dollars to spend on his mouth after today holy shit unreal holy shit
3: good Get days it? work good weekends work
2: this is gimme that crushers and howl victory That's podcast. right and i'm going to let you do it you can gloat you're the first team in the history of this podcast to collect a victory good
1: hey it's uh it's a good it's a good win uh you know it's it's funny uh you know i very intently tracked uh all you know the 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 events over the last 3 days uh the first two of which you know i was working so uh <laughs> i had a playing on my ipad while i was making phone calls and talking to customers <laughs> but uh something that i really noticed um that i was watching pretty intently is that uh you had a lot of great play from your secondary and tertiary players on teams. A lot of there weren't a lot of captains that were, you know, at the top of the leaderboard. I think the northernmost I, I saw that I paid attention to most of the time was, uh, you know, Cam Smith and, um, and Phil Mickelson. Uh, otherwise, a lot of the captains were kind of in the, in the, in the back, you know, struggling with, you know, at plus one or just minus one for, for most of the, the tournament. So that I thought that was really interesting. But I, you know, it's fantastic that Crushers absolutely did what their namesake is and you know crush the competition and is starting off this season really strong you know with you know a 10 i think they're they're ahead by by 10 strokes
2: yes they they did they finished ahead by 10 uh how did the captains do i got it for you ready cam smith top scoring captain for the Mm -hmm. ripper for the ripper Mm -hmm. six six under par for the weekend Yep, uh, J- Jocko and that was Neiman. a bad weekend it I wasn't a great boys. Neiman it wasn't a great Neiman he but of course he did what Cam Smith always does he rolls every putt in oh my god that guy never missed the putt. uh Jocko Neiman and Ian Poulter had the second best scores for captains uh four under for it is not good to tor- see
3: Poulter play good it's not torque by the way it's torque. Torque.
2: Torque. Yeah. Torque. so uh yeah Jocko and uh Poulter both four under Kevin Na a little surprising with a one under for the weekend for the Ironheads, good job by him. Uh, Bryson and Sergio both finished even par, crushers and fireballs. Phil rebounded on Sunday, had a nice round four under, uh, got himself to plus one for the High Flyers, and that was just as good as Brooks kept it did for the Smash at plus one. Uh, DJ letting down the four aces a little bit this weekend, four over for the weekend. Actually he had a really bad Sunday. I think he shot like seven. Yeah, or so. stuck, yeah, yeah okay. started well,
3: started well, was right up there with the pack and. Man, man, you hate to see it.
2: And uh, rounding it out, Bubba six over for the goats. And Made a couple
1: nice putts, though. He did. He did.
2: Looked great. And uh, Louis Ustasean shot eight over for his stinger. So that's how the character cap- for yeah, him. That's how the captain said. Um, I took a lot of notes today on the Sunday round, trying to like paint a picture of how it all went down. So bear with me really quick, because if you missed it, this is kind of my take on what happened so Howell got to 10 under um took a one shot lead on hole number three today and that helped his team get uh a five shot lead at 19 under which they extended to a seven shot lead the very next hole at 20 under for the crushers and then from there you probably could have said it was over once Howell hit 12 under par but Peter Uline was kind of still right there playing with him. He was 11 under with 12 to play. Um, so Uline gets the seventh tee. I talked about this hole uh, with the St. Ote in the, in the center. It's like the, you know, the caves and whatnot. Yeah. I think um, it's pretty cool.
3: Did you see the drone go into the, into the cave? I did. That was kind of
2: cool. I did. Uh, people are going to make fun of that. I mean, they, they used to make fun of the PGA for always showing the cave where nobody hits the ball because you can't drive it that far. You're yeah. always, you're like 25 yards behind there. So no professionals ever going to end up in that. Um, they should make them, they should move the tee somewhere and then make them hit driver.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like
2: move the tee up 35 or 40 yards or whatever, and then yeah. make them, make them the force. There's no, you cannot lay up in front of the St. Ote. You need to right. swing driver on the hole. That'd be freaking awesome. Uh, just a tip for Mayakoba. They did awesome. It was a great event. They did. They did. It yeah. was a great event. They really showed out that course. Anyway, so we're on hole seven. line's down one and he's. You know he's he's out there in the fairway. His second shot from the fairway goes deep into the trees, deep into the trees, and he's he was playing out of the jungle a bunch on the on the back line. the holes, yeah. Oof. Um, he drops, and then he makes this unbelievable par up and down from like Crazy. nowhere, from nowhere, and you're like unbelievable. But of course, Hal drained a birdie on the same hole. So, it, you know, how it, did how did, did everything.
3: everything he had to do to win
2: every single thing? He was five. No he was mistakes. already he was already five under through seven holes at that point. And he just was you line just had no you just felt it then that you line had no chance to catch him. The Crusher's smallest lead of the day, I think, was a nine shot lead. um They were like 24 under or something like that with 11 holes to play. That was as close as anybody got to them. um Howl extended up to 14 under. With 10 to play, that gave him a three shot lead. Um, on hole 10, Howell just played perfect shot on the par three, got a birdie, got down to 15 under and a four shot lead on hole 10. So, I mean, you know, he's going to hit the fairway. He hit a bazillion fairways, he hit like every freaking green. I think he had like 50 greens or something, some unbelievable number. Most greens in regulation, um, in the tournament. Um, crushers got up by 10 shots they're 26 under with eight to play that that's that's all it is and then of course Jay I'll let you talk about the tee on 12 which really when you watched it you watched Gooch who had already fallen off the pace and you watched him just yank one I mean just dead yank left and then you watch of course Howell gets up there smacks it right down the middle the leader you know you, you, you know there was never any doubt that he was going to down the middle
3: <laughs> played the hole out <laughs> part it before they even got out of the woods yeah and and you and you
2: like line hit one i want to say he hit a tree that was less than 150 yards from the tee box
3: yeah yeah it was, it was, it was dead into the woods it was brutal he had an option to re tee, hit a drive 300 yards have less in but decided to which everybody was like what is he doing he decided to make take a drop in the woods um and after the fact he was talking after the the round and he said that his caddy was begging him to go back to the tee and, <laughs> and not take that shot not put himself in more trouble because even when he got out he was gonna have he ended up having 350 yards in which is crazy right. but they were saying like the only window he had, he'd be 380 to 400 yards away still. So why not re tee, put yourself another, you know, 100 yards, 150 yards past that and have a less approach in, you know, take your medicine. But he did it. He decided to uh to take the drop, which was wild. And then he but, put one, then he put
2: one like uh two left, too far left behind that yep. tree. And he couldn't yep. even hit that. He couldn't even really hit a good shot. I mean, he ended up running one up there, but he couldn't make the putt end up with a triple. So, right. Uh, it was obviously, yeah, it was obvious. I mean, but it was obvious.
3: How was just on cruise control today? He just, all he had, he just, he, he, he just had to not make any mistakes. If he didn't make any mistakes and he just played his game, pars were good enough to win once he got that lead.
2: Yeah, no
1: doubt. Considering everybody else, you know, that were, was him, they all had, they all had well, at they, least one they, bogey along the way.
3: They were doing it to themselves. It was, it was theirs to lose and nobody could put anything together. And he was just on cruise control all
1: day. And I will was... say this, Aaron, you were really it was really great that uh, when we did our preview show last last week, uh, you said winner would be somewhere between 14 and 16 under. I mean, you were fucking I, too bad that wasn't a line you would you would have hit on that. It was a line. I didn't bet it. Don't 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 get me started. <laughs> I found
2: that I found the numbers 14, 15, 16 under. I wanted to bet all three of them, but I didn't do it. So I still made up, you know, a McDonald's meal up on the tournament. So I'll take it.
3: Some yeah. interesting stuff about about Hal. Um yeah. Well before... I was just gonna run down the leaderboard Yeah, real quick. go ahead, go ahead. Yeah,
2: go yeah, ahead. yeah. So so Hal for the Crushers, he finished 16 under four shots clear of U-line for the four aces. Brendan uh Brandon, not Brendan, Brandon Grace, 10 under for Stinger. Nice performance by him. He was steady all weekend. Um Paul Casey, seven under, another crusher. Uh and then Brendan Steele had the round of the... Well, one of the two best rounds of, of Sunday afternoon. Um, And he showed out for high flyer, got himself a T5 at 6-under with your boy Cam Smith um, for a Team Ripper, of course. And then for the team's crushers, actually they only won by nine shots. Uh, they were 26-under, four aces, 17-under. Torque at 13-under. And then Stinger and Ripper just missed out on cash in a little bit here. They were both one, they were each one shot. Each team was one shot off, um, finishing in third place and getting a share of that 500 grand. We'll talk about the money more in a little bit, but anyway, break down how and, um, tell me what you thought, Jay.
3: No, I, I just thought I, there was something I had read is he's 43 years old. Um, hasn't really had a major big year since 2002 on the Papa golf alpha tour. He was ninth ranked ninth that year in the world golf rankings. Um, and i think it said he was in the top 15 also um i'm he's sorry top like 40, 15 world golf rankings yeah. ninth in the money list in 2000. he's got 40
2: million dollars in his career 40 something million
3: right a yeah lot and of they said yeah, yeah so it's just nice to see him back on top after such a long career and and really putting in his time and effort and again they said they said which i agreed with the with the uh the um what they were saying about him at the end they said He's not necessarily somebody you're going to root for or be excited to root for, but you're happy when he wins. Cause he's such a nice guy. So that, that kind of puts it into perspective on uh, Charles Howell, just a good guy, long career. Um, won some money. He was, he was a good golfer in his day, but just hasn't won in a long time. So it was nice. I think it's 2018 since the last time he's won.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's only got like three professional wins before this. So.
1: Right. It's pretty yeah. amazing. You said he made 40 million over his career thus far and today, he made 10% of that. He did. And one. Yeah. In fifty-four holes. That's what Liv is, man.
2: We'll get to the money. I, I promise Gotta we'll love get to it. the money. I promise we'll get to the money. Um, if you haven't been following us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. I've been trying to post easiest and hardest holes. Um every single round, I was kind of keeping track of that. And so um you can you can see each round every after the conclusion of each round, you can see which holes played the hardest for the pros. But overall, overall, the three easiest holes, five, eight, and 13. Overall, the three hardest holes were one, 12, and 14. And so five played by far the easiest, like stroke and a half under par as a par five. <clears throat> Very easy hole for everybody. Uh, the other two, 13 and eight, were just almost a stroke um, under par for the field. And then hole one, or excuse me, hole 12 played more than a stroke over par, Hole one played that was a, a big
3: turning point hole yeah, for a lot yeah, of yeah.
2: people. And hole one played a, played a full stroke over par, and 14 played almost a full stroke. So if you looked back, and I did, at Howell's rounds, he played those three easiest holes, 5, 8, and 13. He played those six under, and the field played them three under. Okay. Yep. He played holes 1, 12, and 14, two over, and the field played them three over. The difference that's how you four, win. The difference four strokes. The difference in his win four strokes. There you that, go. And that that's where he won it. He he played the easy holes better than the field, and he played the hardest hole better. The hardest holes better than the field. He was the best golfer on the deserves Hundred percent, one hundred percent deserving of the win. Yeah, Uline played his ass off. A whole bunch of guys had some really good. You know, doesn't matter really. if a tournament
3: is three days or four days. That that's irrelevant. It's you can't just have one good round in professional golf. You have to put it all together and that's how you're going to win the tournament. So he did the, he was the most consistent golfer of the week. And you, you know, you see Uline line and uh, even Matt Wolf today, a couple guys had some great, great rounds where they really put some good low numbers together, but it it's a marathon, not a sprint. You got to, you got to put three good days of golf together to win.
1: Paying attention over the course of the weekend, w- would you say that it was Howell's uh, preponderance with, you know, staying in the fairway not taking risky shots that's really what that that did it for him greens i mean
2: fairways and <clears throat> excuse me fairways and greens it's like it's that's golf one well i mean golf has gotten away from this right they they've made all these courses longer to you and more forgiving for the long hitters maya copa's Camaleon is not
3: that course it's they not said you gotta place it and Howell said that at the end of his speech too he said i played this course so many times you have to be able to hit fairways. You have to be able to place the ball. It's not a a demanding length hole or a course, but you need to be able to be a ball striker, put the, put it in the, in the fairway and hit greens and that's it.
2: And he, he did that every single round. I mean, he was super consistent. He was, he was basically hovering, you know, top 10 from the shotgun start all the way through, obviously ran away with it on Sunday, but You know he was right there playing better golf than everybody, or just as good at golf as everybody else on the course, the entire tournament. So good for Mm -hmm. him. Awesome, awesome win. Let's talk about the money because the money is awesome. Um, Crushers, your boys, they got they got three million dollars to split up between the four of them. Three mil. So that's so how he got his four mil for winning and you can add to that another 750k another almost full million Paul Casey came in fourth he won a million for coming in fourth and then almost another million for being a crusher GC um Bryson he only took home 167k with a t23 finish but end up with almost a million going home with and same thing for uh Lahiri um finished 32nd 150 grand but walked away with 900,000 <laughs> four millionaires on the crushers already. And it, we, they only played 54 holes. I
1: mean, come on.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's unni- undeniable. That the money plays a big part here. Aaron you said it is, from the uh, first episode,
1: as far as the team, the team aspect goes, is there a, is there a cash prize for second and third place team wise? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. There four, is the, the four aces got to come 1.5 million
2: and uh Torque took home 500,000 to split. So, um of course Peter Uline who came in second, he won um 2.1 million, something like that. And add that 375 he got for his team coming in second. So he won two and a half million dollars this week. Two two point five mil in his pocket.
1: That's not bad. Um not bad for, for shooting a seven on twelve. <laughs>
2: right. Uh my boy, <laughs> my boy who who almost snuck in T five. Almost got there, came up one shot short. Paparez had you will, people will say, Paparez one round, one round wonder, but all three of his rounds counted for
3: the four aces. This,
2: this tournament, right? Got, in this type
3: know, of, and in this type of event, I mean,
2: he's certainly he, made, he's he, certainly made for these. The these team
3: types. aspect, you can really, you can really help. You know, you only need really one or two good rounds, you don't need three, but he did. He put three good rounds together that. Helped out his team,
2: yeah. And he took on he took on a cool million dollars. And um, Sebastian Munoz for Torque, he got a T seven, kind of under the radar. Didn't really see much of him on the broadcast. Um, one of the dis, I guess, this is one of the disadvantages of the shotgun start. If we're going to be a little critical, is you want to see the leaders hitting their shots, but there's also a smaller field and fewer holes, so the guys who are like five or six shots off the pace. He, he, you know, they did a good job doing the, what do they call it? Don't blink. Don't blink. Yeah, they do the Re, don't blink, which is nice. They yeah. give
3: you a couple recaps of stuff that you did miss. Maybe somebody drained a long birdie putt or good hit job, a good drive so. or something in the woods. You'll get to see a little bit of that. But Yeah,
2: he won uh, three quarters of a million dollars this weekend. Sebastian Munoz. So good for him. Good choice for him, by him coming over to live, no doubt. He's obviously very excited that he's already a, 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 almost a live millionaire. Uh, Brandon Grace, minus 10. Finished third, one point five million dollars in his pocket this weekend. So good for those guys, bunch of which millionaires. is
3: more than more than first place on the other tour.
2: Yeah, in I don't, most events. Yeah, I don't know what the Honda was this week, but
3: um, I know no one was there. No one watched.
2: Can't tell you who the winner was.
1: And then, after. and then, guys, that's on top of the guaranteed <laughs> money that they get playing and live. Sure, right? sure. Right, right. So, so even there the guy, are a couple even people the guy I that want to talk. Even yeah, the guy yeah, that I mean, Finished in last place. You know, he got something for his time.
2: Yeah, I mean, um,
1: yeah, Patty Reed shot.
2: God, I don't even know what the hell he actually Oof. shot, but we had a rough um, week. He finished t thirty eight. He got one hundred and thirty nine grand and plus his three seventy five. So
3: you got a half a million. Half a million. unreal, unreal, man. Isn't that crazy? And it We're only playing the, the sport you love. The only just round, showing up.
2: Yeah, the only round that that Patty Reed qualified round for, one, for right? his team was was actually no, it was round three. He shot three over because DJ was so bad. Pat Perez shot yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah, Uline yeah. shot three under, and DJ shot that seven over. So, um, Patty Reed qualified for scoring only in round three. Anyway, Mac, who 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 else you want to point out here? Obviously, no, want to point I, out Camp Smith. I mean, does, you know.
3: does does I mean, is it just me, or was this typical Paul Casey? Mm. I love Paul Casey. I've loved Paul Casey. I loved his game. I love his personality. I love. The guy, he's a good dude. I've watched him forever. And this is what he does. He, he, day one, day two, he's in contention. He's in the talk. He's got a lead after, you know, 36 holes. And then this is what happens he falls off. He drops back two, three, four, five, and he just can't put it together. And I really want to see him take home a victory, but that killed me. And it was like, I thought in my head, I'm him like typical Paul Casey fashion. He
2: shot 70 today. I mean, he didn't play horrible today. He shot 70. I no, mean, it it's wasn't not gonna horrible keep golf. Six, it's just
3: one, not one,
1: bo- one bogey. Yeah. yeah, it's
3: it's not about being horrible golf. It's not doing what Enough. Howell did or somebody that gets on cruise control and can keep that lead or keep increasing the lead like Charles Howell did. He can't not that he can't. He's he's capable. He just this is his typical. This is what happens. And he gets he puts himself in a position where he doesn't, you know, take on the trophy or in this case, a lot of money. Well, like,
2: uh, oh, he took him. He, he, he took him. One point eight million dollars this week.
3: You understand what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> In addition,
3: that? yeah. Brooks, what do we think about his game, man? Is it, it? I. He said, "Oh, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling frisky. I think my game's back to where it needs to be, leading into this year's tour." I didn't see it.
1: Yeah. Now he was. I mean, never, he had a he couple here a and there, game.
3: but I, yeah, I didn't never. see the Brooks of old by any means.
2: Yeah, he was never a factor. He, I mean, of course, looks like he put on some
3: weight too. Yeah, no, he's a
2: little, little thicker. Um, I mean, the course maybe, right? Like he's not. I wouldn't call him the most accurate guy off the tee. No, nah, a uh, little bit of a free
3: swinger. I can go with a little that.
2: Bit of a free swinger. So, but you know, I just we'll, feel
3: like his whole game was not. It's not there. Yeah, well, I it's think still not we, there.
2: I think when we get back to the states and the courses are, you know, like Tucson coming up, right? Like you're gonna see, mm-hmm. you're gonna see a 7,500 yard seventy four eighty you know something like that right, you're gonna see can one go. of those courses where they can go get it and not be penalized you know obviously desert golf right you can hit the ball pretty much anywhere um as yep. long as you can recover from wherever you are and so i think did you yeah. did you
3: see when line was in those woods what's in those woods it's impossible it's not like where we play we're not like pine straw you know down in georgia I mean, you are you are in trouble.
2: No, they had
1: roots those everywhere. Groups. I mean that that shot that uh it was Gooch on yeah
2: Gooch seventeen yeah. I think. it was, it was roots, sitting in a, right it. was sitting in a the...
1: bunch of not <laughs> knotted roots I sticking out of the know. ground. And Literally
3: four inches him... off the path. It's yeah, not like he was him. in the ma- four inches off the path, just outside the red relief. bound, out of bounds line. Unreal. No, I think he played.
2: Num- I think he, I, they what they cut away, but I think he took it unplayable, right, Jay? I don't think he. I think put, so. I don't think, I think
1: yeah, so. I think I I was working at that point. Yeah, I didn't see yeah. that, but I'm, I'm pretty well, sure he, no, took he it. measured. He I saw him measure out two, two club lengths.
2: Yeah, not no closer. Yeah, he took it. Un- yeah. I'm sure he took it unplayable and played it from the other side of the path. Yeah, I'm sure of that. No, <clears> so.
1: I, I I was paying attention to it.
3: I got uh, another one yeah. one more thing. Yeah, yeah, got. How many people have been saying like, you know, you see the memes and whatnot? Live is a place where players go to die, right? All this stuff, like, oh, you know, they're way beyond their prime or they're no good. They can't play with the best players in the world, yada, 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 let's go to live. I feel like live is just rejuvenating these guys' careers, giving them an opportunity to play in a different setting, more relaxed, be able to go at it a little bit more. I feel like it doesn't, it's not a place where these guys are like, all right, I'm done. I can't I can't hang with these other guys. I think it's a, a chance for them to be like, let's go. I can do this. Younger guys, older guys, whatever. I'm ready to play. And I feel like they're playing their best. I feel like it's bringing it out of them.
1: I think a large part of it might be that, I mean, they're all professional golfers, right? But the idea that they can invest their time and their energy properly into playing the sport that they love without worrying about how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of my caddy? Make the cuts, make the cut. Like, you know, you have that pressure off of you. You can focus on the golf and that's it. Right. And the insane
3: schedule. You're right. It all comes into play because you have less time with your family. Oh, what am I going to do for this? What, what it's crazy. So yeah, I I get that.
1: And, And also like, you know, you don't have to worry, like for the most part, Everybody's playing at the same time, so everybody is playing the same conditions at the same time. That right? is very true. It's not like it's not like you know you you have a guy that you know is starting later in the day, and all of a sudden a storm rolls in or something like that. And, How many times we've seen that and the tides right, the, turn the course? The course obviously the the way you play the course, everything changes. With live, everybody's playing at the exact same time. Now, yeah, something could happen, but for the most part, if it's sunny on one part of the course, it's probably sunny on the other part of the course. If there's a breeze. If there's a breeze, you know, uh, you know, those few holes that were by, uh, you know, the the ocean, you know, by the by the actual like beach, it's going to be the same conditions for the most part, you know, over the course of those four or five, six hours that everybody's playing. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, and we touched on it really briefly, but they talk about like the guaranteed money and how this is going to be like guys aren't going to be out for blood. They're not going to uh, that's probably the wrong term to use for live, but these guys aren't <laughs> going to be out to you know try to win these tournaments bullshit four million dollars i mean even if you even if you make even if you've already pocketed you know 100 million or something like that four million dollars is nothing to sneeze (laughs) at here you know what i mean and you know howl's got 40 million whatever bucks from his papa golf alpha um winnings already in the bank he was out there to win that tournament i mean you every shot he was focused every you know even when he missed the green he was you know looking it over, making sure that, you know, he was going to put himself in the best position to not bogey a hole. Like these guys were out there trying to, I mean, if anyone thinks they weren't out there trying to win, come on now. Phil Phil, Phil was out of this tournament. He was done. He was done. So after Saturday, he shot 67 today. Yeah.
1: So don't, don't give me that crap. I don't want to hear it. And you can, and the whole idea of having the team aspect, uh, you know, that that's a portion of it, of the game that, Allows for other players that you know you don't just mail it in. It's like every one of like I'm out of it as far as individual standings go, but like my teammate fucking crushed it. And yeah, I need to play I still need to play and a good a every good, stroke a, counts a good golf game because I can still take something home like I exactly you know, I, I may not be in the top ten, but I can still guarantee that we take home a large chunk of change so you know, my golf still matters. It's not like a nana. There, I did it. You know, and and the other the other thing is that these are professional athletes. The idea from those of us peons that just fucking watch the game, they're like, oh, they're not going to try as hard. Bullshit. They're professional athletes. They are playing at this tournament because of their competitiveness. Right.
2: If 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 we got to do this every single tournament, I'm fine with it. If we got to highlight a guy who. Put his team on their back and help his team win money, even though they wasn't in it. We can highlight Pat Perez. Guy was even par after two rounds. Shot five under today. Um, his score counted, and the Aces beat, uh, finished exactly four shots ahead of Torque from second to third, and won his team an extra million dollar one million dollars. Yeah, on exactly. the back of he- Pat Perez's back nine. I mean, how many did they I...
3: win last year as a team? You know, he knows what it, what it takes. He knows that every little stroke every day, you know, is going to count. So,
1: and he knows the, what he's got to do. The other nice thing, and they, they, they talked about it a lot uh, during the broadcast. And I think that's great because it gets people more familiar with the fact that this is the way this, this tournament and this league and this, you know, championship format. kind of format is going to play is that, If you're not, if you're just there to collect a paycheck and you're not doing something for your team, you will get regular, regular relegated. You will get cut from your team and they will pull in some new guy from the Invitational that's going to take your fucking place because they're there to play because everybody has an understanding in this format and on these teams that we are all here to not only try and win individually, but win a big purse as a team and if you're not going to pull your weight we're going to cut you and we're going to replace you with somebody who's hungry
2: speaking of getting cut or being done with live um the classless wonder kid from papa gulf alpha had to um make some comments or comments resurfaced from rory mcelroy last november Who? yeah um when he said this and i quote greg and it's in greg norman Needs to go. He needs to exit stage left. He's made his mark. But I think now is the right time to say, you got this thing off the ground, but no one's going to talk unless there's an adult in the room that can actually try to mend fences. Okay. One, shut up. And that's what Sergio told him. Just shut up. You are are a classless fool. When Patrick Reed came up to you and tried to shake your hand, And you pretended like you never even met the man before. You played yourself. And now you're gonna talk about Greg Norman, who, by the way, was I'm gonna say it, a better golfer than you. He just was. He's a more iconic golfer. He is. And Rory hasn't won a major in eight years. I don't how is he the poster child for this for this tour? Yeah, he choked at the open, lost to Cam. Yeah. Go go win a major now. Don't sit here and talk about the other tour go focus on your game get yourself back
3: to winning majors uh, not even just golf in the golf world but greg norman was the most famous face in the late 80s early 90s in 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 sports
1: yeah but rory Let alone just the golf rory world. wasn't born yet so he doesn't really get it right and i mean the other thing is that you know and we we talked about this uh the last full show you know, um, full swing makes you think that he has a lot of clout just because he, you know, he was the, the you know, sitting next to Tiger at that that meeting for all the um, Papa Golf Alpha simps, you know, that, you know, oh, this is, you know, we're, we're you have to show up and you have to, you know, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you, if you watch the show, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, he has this thing in his head that he has some sort of clout fact of the matter was you know that later that episode it showed how he choked and you know the the player that beat him left for live so it's like you know at this point it's kind of embarrassing but he seems to think that people should hear what he says i mean if it if it involves his tournament then yeah i guess if that's you know it involves his tournament you know what he's doing nobody gives a shit they don't play with you anymore yeah, um, and now, like, even even
2: now, he's not even the best, like, hasn't won in a long time golfer on, the, on their tour because when they decided they were going to go and try to get young people to watch their game and change their game up and do something in, like, a simulation or whatnot, they went to Tiger. They'll always go to Tiger over Rory. They just will. And so if he thinks he's, like, making a mark, he's just drawing a target on his back. And so when he goes out at the Masters and doesn't win – the comments are going to come back when Sergio. You know, I don't know if Sergio is is in the master's field. I think he is. Um,
3: yeah, he, he can play. He He's a winner. He can play for the rest of his life. I That's believe. right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he you know, when Sergio goes out and fucking tanks him. Uh, in April, what's he going to say then?
1: Nothing, nothing. No, he'll they'll they'll get a comment from him. Because I I think he still feels that he has that clout. Like I said, um, and it'll just keep him keep him talking because people, I mean, there there aren't a whole lot of players as far as I'm seeing talking openly talking shit. So they want quotes from players that are talking shit, and he ha- he feels he has clout and and a platform to talk about it. So he will. But like the the real good players on the tour,
2: like John Rahm, can go on and talk openly about live and say. Yeah, those guys are my friends. They were my friends before. They made a business decision for themselves. You know, that's not the decision I want to make.
3: But he can't because <laughs> Papa Golf Alpha won't allow that. He won't allow him to say cuz you know, damn right he's one of the what do they call it? The 15 the, 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 what Crispy was referring to. Yeah, yeah, to. yeah, the group. Yeah, that group of golfers who are leading the tour now. Um, you know, he's in that discussion. So he, I guarantee you, they said, you know, you have to come to all of these tournaments that we're going to do, all the extended tournaments, as well as you can't say a bad thing about anything to do with the tour, or you can't befriend any of the live people. I guarantee you that's in writing somewhere.
2: But, but, like, here's the thing anything that is good about Papa Golf Alpha right now came from live, the elevated events, the higher purses, like, these are, yeah, it's about the money and about work-life balance. And Liv knew that long before Papa Golf Alpha did. And so, at least tip your cap and be like, "Hey, man, thanks." Now I only have to play in seventeen events in twenty twenty three. Thanks, Phil. Not fuck you, Phil.
0: Yeah, he,
2: he comes exactly. off like a, like a little child. He's just coming off like
1: a little child. Yeah, it, he's he still is a child though.
3: Yeah, and oh. Phil. He didn't do anything to these people. They just don't like the business decision he made for him and his family. Now they hate him. Now they blacklisted him. Now they think he's this monster. It's disgusting.
2: Another, another more iconic golfer than Rory McIlroy is Phil Mickelson. And it's, I mean, that, that's not even debatable. So we're not, we're not not even going to spend time debating on that. Um, People will,
3: people will, but that's, it's it's a joke.
2: It is a joke. It really truly, truly is a joke. Uh, All right. Did anybody play golf this week?
1: <laughs> Why do you ask this? Well, Chris, again, but. Uh, uh, no, unfortunately, I I didn't make it to uh to the uh simulator this week. Uh, and with the snowstorm coming, I don't think I'll, I'll make it on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll looking we'll, forward to this.
2: We'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really snow coming?
1: Yeah, no. we're yeah, like six to six nine inches. inches.
3: You know. Typical first, New York February weather. <laughs> yeah.
2: First time your wives have seen six to nine
3: inches. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. She's used to twelve, so
1: oh, okay. well, at least since last um,
3: week. What was I gonna say? um Next Sunday, I'm playing. Me, me and Robbie got it set up, so I'll get some swings in and get some videos going.
2: Is this gonna be the first full eighteen you're gonna play on? The full eighteen? Edition? Okay,
3: <laughs> we're not gonna go. Well, it depends what time we do a podcast Sunday night. So. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get our eighteen in, and uh, I want to do a rate my swing, see what see what the people think.
2: Seventy nine degrees tomorrow. I gotta, I got a little bit of a later tea time going. Eleven thirty. I'm going. Uh, you 30. Eat shit. I'm yeah, going. You suck. I'm going eleven thirty tomorrow. It's gonna to be a. I hope you later.
1: stub your toe on your way. Break. I just it. hope you fall and bust your face wide open. And you have yeah, to fix knock, yourself because you're the knock only nurse around. those two little baby teeth out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, that would be
2: the most, that would be the greatest blessing to ever happen to me. I hope my partner Shanks went right off my dome. Finally make some chocolates. room for adult Dude, teeth. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Um, I I sucked last time out, but um, whatever. I got to play golf. Uh, thank you all for a bunch of likes, but no, not a real lot of comments on the rate your swing. Jerome's still I mean, running the table. Mom always
3: said.
1: You don't have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> no, people had plenty of things to say about my swings. But... Oh, they sure did. Yeah, it's all right. I got a. I went went and picked up a uh, little little tripod for next time. So I'm gonna get some good shots next time I go and play.
2: I really, I mean, I really hope you do take their advice to heart and that you you change some things up. Like what what's the first thing you're gonna change? Do you think about your swing?
1: No, uh, I widened, widened my stance. Uh, no, because after all the comments, I did go and play last Sunday with Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh played 18. Uh, I think uh, no, it wasn't Beth Page Black. I played that the Tuesday before. Uh, you know, w- one of the majors courses. Um, and uh, widened my stance up a bit uh, when using my irons. Um, I'm finally figuring out some stuff uh, uh, with my driver, uh, hitting it better. Um, not perfect, but you know, it's, it's, it's always a process. Jay, what would you fix first on his swing
2: besides the stance? Cause you can't stand straight up. I mean,
3: I think the, like I mentioned, the forward press is it, strong. Yeah. Yeah, that I think is crazy. take that out, allow the club loft to do what it's supposed to do. Um, Keep everything a little more in front of your body aligned with your chin. And I think it'll be a big difference right there. Slow down. Um, I was talking to Austin actually the other day. he stopped by. He said that that's not your your everyday swing. He's played enough golf with you that that was a little little exaggerated swing trying to get it all you know dialed in, which is fine. but i there's not I mean, yeah, things need to be changed, but it happens over time you you this is a good chance to take some advice from people you don't know and make the little adjustments when you're by yourself going in indoor golf and just trying those different things reading through the comments you know well let me try that eventually something will click but i think the forward press is definitely something we got to dial back and you know i don't think i've ever filmed my swing from that front angle Mm. so i definitely want to do that i think it opens up a whole new discussion because you're like wait i don't know i don't remember doing that or i don't think i do that Mm -hmm. but you might not even know how forward press you go. And I'm sure something with my swing, I'll catch that. I don't normally catch from getting, you know, a video from the back. Right. So
2: it really exaggerated. You could really see the turns that you make in your swing. You know, like it really, you could see on your back swing how much turn you started with. And then on your downswing or follow through, the way that you finished looking behind you, <laughs> which I'm not quite sure where that came from, but that was a, that was
3: quite the, um, your way. it was an aggressive turn. It was aggressive. Get your chest
2: out there. I mean, I get it. They like, get that. Throw that chest out there to the target, but, um,
3: get I mean, point. listen,
1: where did it end up? Yeah. Yeah. We never, I never even actually asked How you. was that. the shot itself on the screen? Oh, it was, uh, it was, uh, skulled to the right no i, I got on oh, right I in got that there. cave at my cobra <laughs> <laughs> no that would have been to the left it would have been yeah. to the left side yeah
3: nice yeah yeah no yeah. so i didn't i didn't get to, to play any actual golf but today was a lot nicer all the snow melted from the uh yesterday so yeah now tomorrow we're gonna get dumped on and mm-hmm. you know new york it's fun so might extend our season a little bit
1: if the if, the if the if the if the Indoor golf is open. Uh, I'll try and get a time to go and play a quick 18. I'll keep you updated. I'll send some videos from the course. Of tomorrow. Shut up. Still hope you <laughs> knock your front teeth out. It feels so good.
2: Um,
3: Baby
1: speaking US of team.
2: speaking of videos, if if you guys have like stuff you want to actually see us do, I don't know who you are who wants to see us do things, but if you have, he
3: has a tripod now, so <clears throat> yeah, yeah we can really no, get... seriously, we can get
1: a... yeah, you can get a view from my gooch.
3: Yeah, right. We can really tailor gooch it. Yeah,
1: put it right between my legs. Uh, I'll put up some
2: teeth Check. picks for those of you weirdos yeah. who are into that. Check yeah, out the other somebody will pay
3: you money for those baby teeth. You better. Yeah, maybe I out. should hold on to those. Things. Put them in a little envelope. Somebody'll want them. Yeah,
2: how about that? At ten, at ten thousand followers on YouTube. That, you know,
1: that's will, a fucking will, good question.
3: Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll, I'll mail you my our ten thousandth follower on YouTube. I'll mail you my two baby teeth, and we'll videotape us
1: pulling them out. Does the Tooth Fairy still visit you when you're in your 40s?
2: Oh fuck yeah, those are baby teeth, bro. Those things got to be worth with inflation and whatnot. At 20, (laughs) (laughs) a
1: cool 20. 20. 20.
3: 1981.
1: Yeah, I mean, big time money.
3: That's dope. That's like a salary. Talking
1: live money. Mm. Those are Cold War baby teeth. (laughs) People don't understand fossils by now. Yeah, seriously.
2: Petrified teeth. Give me that. Tooth story is gonna be the yeah. name of the show.
1: Somebody's uh, gonna find those baby teeth someday and be like, man, there is so many tobacco stains on these baby oh, teeth. Oh yeah. What the hell was going on? Yeah, no doubt. What baby was smoking a pack of days. Baby <laughs> was smoking. I mean, holy shit.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. All With right. That. This is like way off the rails now. Uh Jerome, <laughs> do your shit about all right,
1: guys. It's that time again. Uh Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. If you're checking us out, take the extra five seconds, hit subscribe, hit the bell. So you get notifications. If you're thinking about it, just fucking do it. Just do it.
2: We got like three weeks till the next uh, live event. So we're going to come up with some interesting topics to talk about between now and then. And, um, you know, we'll be here every Sunday night at midnight. So I
3: appreciate Monday the support. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. And Hey, uh, just something I just thought of. If there's a, uh, uh something that you want covered that we haven't touched on let us know in the comments let us know we'll you know, reach anything. out anything seriously especially aaron <laughs> most of us have <laughs> let us know let us know we'll cover it we'll talk about it okay
2: that's it let's get the fuck out of here
1: peace out